Welcome to a mathematical basis for reality. Bruce, I think you should tell them that Physical Truth is a book on mathematics and philosophy, and that it's a good story. I am thinking about Dieppe and those who lost their lives for what now seems like absolutely nothing and pretty well for no reason. It's the greatest military disaster in Canadian military history. And I look at it, it's a, it was an amphibious assault. Uh, during a time of the war when, when amphibious assaults were just not done. In modern warfare, people really didn't kind of know how to do it. Uh, the U.S. Marines actually perfected it uh, in the Pacific War, but it was at great cost and required a huge amount of infrastructure and uh, preparation to have a hope of, of, uh, of achieving success. And with Dieppe, it seems like it was very hastily put together. The order to attack was within 24 hours. It was just the day before. It may have been less than 24 hours by the time the troops were loaded up and then landed on the beach. On top of that, we have a lot of misinformation. The official records and what uh, the official position, I'll put it this way, the official position of the Canadian government on Dieppe and some of the records that we have from the, from, uh, the government just do not jibe from, and, and they do not match what we hear from uh, people who were actually on the beaches and from veterans who were uh, in the battle itself. And I cannot imagine why uh, we would take um, one of the, I guess one of the best remembered. I mean, we remember Vimy Ridge. Uh, we acknowledge that as a, a great Canadian battle that was when uh, Arthur Curry managed to figure out uh, what we call the Creeping Barrage, which became incredibly successful in the First World War. Uh, we remember Italy uh, and um, the loss of life in Italy. We all know that it was the Canadians who landed at Normandy first. But they landed there and they were, they were given the honor of landing first because of Dieppe. And Dieppe just looks like thousands of men were killed for absolutely no reason in something that was just a, 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 a complete botched attempt at some sort of raid. And in examining that and looking at that, and even in going down to uh, the Calgary Regiment, uh, the King's Own, the Calgary Tanks actually, the Calgary Tank Regiment, the King's Own, archives and going through the archives. There is something amiss here and there's something uh, that I have found out that uh, shows that this was incredibly important and it made a huge contribution to the war and I think that their story needs to be told. Okay, from the uh, from Wikipedia site we have the Dieppe raid occurred August 19th, 1942. And that's called Operation Jubilee. It lasted for six hours, as what it was reported. And it was reported that a retreat was called. 
For Canada, 907 were listed as killed, 586 wounded, and 1946 were captured. For the UK, there were 275 commandos, for the, who apparently, I believe, were killed or whichever, I can't tell from the page. For the USA, uh, it had three killed, five wounded, and three captured. For the Royal Navy, we have one destroyer, 33 landing craft, and the Royal Navy reports that it had 550 dead and wounded from the Royal Navy. The RAF um, states that they launched 64 Spitfires, 20 Hurricanes, 3 Boston Bombers, 10 Mustangs. Uh, the RAF reported 62 were killed, 30 wounded, and 17 captured. That's a grand total of 90 aircraft on one day. The German casualties, they said, were only 311 killed and 280 wounded. For the Luftwaffe, there were 23 um, Folke Wolf 190s and 25 Dossier Doe 217s, making a total of uh, 48 aircraft. Kriegsmarine, there was one submarine chaser, they said, which was sunk. The objectives achieved, according to Wikipedia, are none. Now, uh, according to Art Russell of Brampton, who was there, he was on the beach and wrote notes about it and so forth, he said there were no supporting aircraft for the British. He said a couple of Spitfires were returning from a sortie in Europe. As they were coming back, they noticed the battle, came by, and managed to scare away uh, the Luftwaffe, which was... Um, a blessing to the Allies because the Luftwaffe were just strafing Canadians like they were no tomorrow. Uh, they had to leave. The Spitfire had to leave because they were low on fuel, fuel and that caused them to return to England. Now, I've talked to a member of armed service personnel who insists that the official version, as we've just heard from Wikipedia, and believe me, Wikipedia is not reliable at all, but these, these men who are veterans of the battle say it's completely wrong. And what I want to know is why in the world would the record be falsified to such a great deal? There's no mention on this uh, official record of the Saskatchewan Rifles, and yet one of the members of the Saskatchewan Rifles won a Victoria Cross during the battle. Uh, also, it was reported that the Fusilier de Montréal, Georges Gauguier, was also uh, at the battle. That's not mentioned. And he was a president of the Dieppe Veterans Association. And that's a report from August 25th, 1925 in uh, Montreal Gazette. So to compare this, there were 1,744 British aircraft that were lost in the entire Battle of Britain, which lasted three months and three weeks, almost four months. Um, the largest loss of the British aircraft in the entire Battle of Britain was 248 aircraft, which was one, one uh, day of battle. Uh, in general, during the height of the Battle of Britain, about 14 aircraft were lost per day during August 1941, the Battle of Britain. So in Dieppe, they're saying they lost, instead of 14 aircraft, they lost 90 aircraft. Uh, appears to be a gross exaggeration. So I've been thinking uh, throughout the day on how to present Dieppe and uh, I feel it's best done through this podcast. The audio is set up and so forth and check the quality of the sound and um, I'm going to 
progress into that and find more and more on the background of the Battle of Dieppe and why in the world are, is this so misinformed and why are these men not allowed, why are we not allowed to know the, the story of all these men who died? I'm in the planning stages of uh, presenting the story of Dieppe, starting with this podcast and probably ending with a book. I'm putting the finishing touches on my last book, Physical Truth, and I'll let you know when it becomes available. At present, it's um, going through looking for grammatical errors and typos and so forth. It's an interesting process since I started writing on over 10 years ago, and it was a work in progress all that time. There are some changes in it, however surprisingly few. It seems like I was mostly on the right track and had only a few detours. The same may happen in telling the story of Dieppe. Uh, if I try to go through this chronologically, I have to go back to the First World War. Everything in the Second World War was caused by the First World War. Or I may go in circles, what's known, um, known as a spiraling approach which means that I get into the storyline and then diverge into a tangent and decide to follow the tangent for a while and eventually end up back in the storyline with more light with which to press forward into the darkness. This story is about the relationship between Canada and Russia and how these two countries have a relationship written in blood and hidden from all. I had heard about Dieppe in high school uh, and uh, was told it was a disaster. The shtick was that it prepared us for D-Day landings and the invasion at Normandy, which won the war. As we get older, we run across different things that lead to different conclusions. I next ran across Dieppe while driving cab in Toronto. I was just a hippie cab driver and loved everybody. A businessman flagged me down and jumped into the back seat. We were driving to where he wanted to go and he asked me the following question. This may sound strange, but I'm in such a desperate situation, I have to ask, do you know anyone who can edit a newspaper and do layout of pages and stuff like that? Uh, yes, I do, I answered. I used to be the news editor of a daily paper in Calgary. You're kidding, he said. No, it's true, I said. I know all about laying out pages and writing headlines and setting type. I've done it for years, I assured him. He explained that he had a publication to get out on the 30th anniversary of the Dieppe Raid for the Dieppe Veterans Association. He asked me what would it take for me to do it for him. Daughter Barks, I said. Really, he asked. Yep, I replied. So he managed to get me all the copy and ads, and I laid out the publication ready for the printer. One of the things I needed to be done was to type out the handwritten notes of one of the survivors of the battle. Her name was Art. His notes and story are a condemnation of our political and military leaders. Men of Dieppe, uh, men of the Dieppe raid seem to have been thrown to their deaths deliberately. Before the publication, I met with Art at his home in Brampton, Ontario. We had lemonade together in his backyard, and he told me some of the amazing things that happened during the raid. He said the ships got lost and the troops were dragged. We were actually the ships got lost and the troops were dropped off in broad daylight. He said the Luftwaffe were strafing the hell out of his uh, until a couple of Spitfires returning from a sortie in Europe helped out and until they had to return to England because they were running out of fuel. Art told me that one of the objectives was to reach the casino. He said 12 men actually got to the casino and did take it. 
They ran out of ammunition, but still didn't surrender. They resorted to hand-to-hand -hand combat. They were going to go all the way to Berlin, said Art. The Germans didn't have the heart to shoot them. They had gotten sick of the killing by then. So they dogpiled them. And so they were captured. Thanks for listening, everybody. If you liked what you heard, you may subscribe in your podcast provider and perhaps share in various social media sites. Bruce has promised he won't change the links anymore and screw up trying to find the next episode. Please enjoy the rest of your day and may everything work out for the best. We try to have a new podcast every Saturday, so see you next week.